Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Alec Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. I am thrilled to have before me today, Raven, the talk show maven. Raven. <laughs> Raven is known by many as the queen of internet radio and interview conversion, something near and dear to my own heart. There's the queen right there. (laughs) Canfield from Chicken Soup from the Soul, little little book you might have read, has said, you didn't start out that way, but now you're one of the best interviewers on the planet of Raven. She is a master of interviewing celebrities and world-renowned leaders. She's interviewed Jack Canfield, Russell Simmons, Oscar winner Lou Gossett Jr., Sherry Shepard, and Montel Williams. She's interviewed business leaders like Brian Tracy, Allie Brown, Brendan Bouchard, Lisa Sasevich, and on and on and on. Today, I am excited because she's going to be sharing insider secrets to mastering the art of interviewing the icons in your niche so you can boost sales, expand your credibility, and supercharge your visibility. Make some money, honey. Make some <laughs> money, honey. Raven, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Seth, you forgot to put you in that lineup. <laughs> I got a chance to interview you and your icon. I feel oh, so good. Very sweet. Very nice. Of you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. You know, let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started interviewing? And I mean, where did the passion for it come from? Well, you know, I love having the opportunity to share my story. I don't know if you even know this, Seth, but my story started right here from the ICU unit of Methodist Hospital. My mother, she was rushed to the hospital. She had to have major surgery. At that time, I was 55 years old, making $10 an hour, working 20 hours a week. And as I sat in the chapel, if you look to the left, about three stories up was the chapel um, by the ICU room. And so that's when I, you know, I heard the voice inside me guide me say, hey, your mom's going to be okay. She's going to be a little bit different. She, you know, and and she's going to need you to step up, show up, and grow up. And so that was really huge for me. Step up, meaning, you know, I'm going to have to do something major, something different, because I was 55 years old, making $10 an hour, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that wasn't much. Here's a picture of my mom, right? You know, that was her before she went in the hospital. She came out in a wheelchair. She was different. But because I was able to step up, show up, and grow up, and take responsibility as to why I was making 
$10 an hour at that age. It was, you know, if it was meant to be, it was up to me and I had to do something different. I was taking Alex Mendozian's teleseminar secrets course and you know, Alex Seth. And so, uh, yeah, I, I took a payment plan and then I heard him interview Rick Frischman and Rick Frischman said, Hey, instead of doing a podcast, he interviewed authors and he interviewed celebrity stuff. And to be honest, I always wanted to be a star. In fact, when I was a little girl, I told my dad to build me a stage. I used to sneak up to the local radio station, but it took that moment in time in my life for me to use the power of my voice and my heartfelt message and get it out. And a few, I think that was February 6, 2006, April 23rd, 2006, I launched my first show from the kitchen table called Women Power that's gone on to win a couple podcast awards. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it, Seth. Oh my God, that is a beautiful story. Why is interviewing experts so important? I mean, why should we even bother to, to try? Well, you know, Seth, this interviewing experts, it will, oh my God, supercharge your credibility, your visibility, all of that. And I heard Alex say that, you know, that the quickest way to become an expert is to interview experts. You've heard him say that. Yes, and have. my God, I said, okay, I know I have a gift to gab. I was in sales for 30 years before, you know, my mom got sick and stuff. And I knew I had a good uh, communication skills and listening skills. And I, and I definitely had the fear uh, not the fear, but the boldness to go out there. If I can make cold calls, you know, in a boiler room, I can certainly call people and ask for an interview. And I think it was Jack Canfield, I heard it first say that if you don't ASK ASH, you don't GET. get. And I just made a list. I designed a vision board right at that hospital because I was there in the ICU unit for three weeks with mom. When she slept, I stayed up at night and I Googled how to start a podcast, how to do interviews, you know, all that stuff right from the hospital. And I just taught myself to be bold because it wasn't about me. It was about being there for mom to help her with what she was going to go through. And uh, have you ever heard this? That if you if you uh, are making big enough steps in life, your why is not big enough. Yes, you if, if your why doesn't make you cry, it's not big enough. Our yeah, Fernie yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, and that's what happened. So I learned how the art of interviewing, and it's changed my life. It'll give you credibility, visibility, which is going to ultimately enter, um, you know, turn out to be profitability for you. It will get you unstuck quicker because they don't know me. I can't say they don't know you because they know you. But usually I tell my clients, they don't know me and they don't know you, but they know the people we interview. And that's huge. So we're kind of borrowing and hooking our wagon to their success. And when Jack Canfield or when Seth Green says your name in an interview, you know what? Your listeners are saying, ah, oh, she's so cool. He's so cool. Right, Seth? Haven't you found that? I have found that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how do you decide who to interview? And, you know, I know a lot of folks struggle with, oh, my God, how am I going to, you know, I interviewed, I had the good fortune recently, I interviewed Steve Forbes, oh uh, Don Mackey, CEO of Whole Foods, mm. Arbor, most followed, most viewed person on social media. How do you, how do your folks, how do you tell people, how do you teach them how, how to decide who to interview and how do they get the confidence to ask? Because some people are, you know, can get a little nervous when it comes mm -hmm. to asking someone who's like way up here and they're mm -hmm. not there yet. Yeah. Is, oh my God, how do I get Steve Forbes to say yes or something? 
Like Absolutely. I know exactly what you mean by that. And yeah, my clients, it's just like yours. It's the same way. It starts with having that confidence because if, if you don't get them out of the mindset that they can't and that people aren't going to listen to them, you know, they're not even going to get to, uh, you know, third base, second base, third base. Right. So it all starts with what you're feeling inside. And that's exactly, you know, what I teach my clients is, you know, let's change your mindset. And instead of saying I can't do, say I will do. And I'll just stretch myself. Will it be a stretch? Yes. And you develop the art of asking simply by asking. <laughs> There's no other way than to start asking. And you and get through the no's. Get through the no's. And, and don't be um, committed. Uh, what do you say? Don't be attached to the answer. Be committed to the task of reaching out, stretching yourself, and asking for the interview. We, um, one of the things that I did to help myself and to help my clients be able to do this on a smoother way and give them the confidence to ask is I created this thing called the Icon Interview Formula. You see it on the screen there. I is investigate. You know, I teach my clients, Seth, not to investigate after they get the yes, but to investigate before because this will raise their chances of more likely to get a yes than a no. Find out if that person has a charity that they like. Find out a little bit about them. What are they working on right now? Because it's not about them wanting to do the interview with you just to do it. What's in it for them, right? The next thing is to connect. That's what the seed is for, to connect with the person on the other end on the phone, the gatekeeper, the publicist, whoever. And the best way to connect with them is to have a conversation that will let them know this person did their homework. They deserve an opportunity because they will more likely help you get that interview. O stands for own, own your message, own your platform. I teach my clients, be proud that they have a podcast or internet radio show. In fact, when you speak about it, you don't necessarily even have to say podcast or internet radio show. Say, I got a rocking radio show, you know, Russell, and I know that you're passionate about helping home-based business owners start a thriving business. And, and, and you got those great tactics in your book that talked about blah, 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 blah. I know my listeners can benefit from this. They are a perfect match for you. So it's owning your platform, owning your message. And then, you know this, Seth, get to the nitty gritty. Don't be on there no long time trying to get your point. <laughs> Just say what you got to say and say it effectively. <laughs> that is a great formula, easy to remember and implement. How can our folks begin interviewing people on their dream list? What are some of your sneaky secrets for pulling that off? Well, you know what I did? I created a vision board right there when I was in the ICU unit of the hospital. And I, uh, I don't know if you remember Jane Kennedy, but when I was growing up, I kind of wanted to look like her. In fact, if the guys didn't say you look like Jane Kennedy, they was not getting a date, okay? I <laughs> so she was first top on the uh, dream vision board for me because she was like the Halle Berry back in the day for us African-American women, okay? And then, you know, I looked around at the books that I read Jack Canfield, Brian Tracy, Napoleon Hill. Obviously, he was not alive, so I reached out and got his uh, grandson, Dr. J.B. Hill, and interviewed him. Diana Nightingale, Earl Nightingale's widow. So I looked at the things around me in my house, and I said, wow, how cool would it be, Seth? Just like when I reached out to you, how cool would it be to have a conversation with someone that I've read their books, I followed them, I admired them, you know, forget the audience. This gives me a chance to ask my questions. Have you ever felt like that, Seth? Come on, be honest. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so, and I just went with them, you know, I made my vision board and I asked, I you prefer picking up the receiver um, because that's my art. I mean, I come from, like I said, you know, a gift of gab. 
But if I have to send an email, I will. Most of them will say, you know, yes, send an email. But by me picking up the receiver and talking to them, they have a voice behind that. You know what I'm saying, Seth? So now on the subject line, I can say, and I can tell them, okay, I'm going to send exactly what you said, Linda. And on there, I'm going to say, hey, Linda, this is Raven. Here's the information you requested. See, that keeps it from kind of falling in that dark hole of email. Okay. And so that's what I did to just kind of reach out. My, those are the people I picked. Jane Kennedy was the very first um, celebrity guest. Oh, here's a, here's a secret sauce. I had a friend interview me about my story and why I was so passionate and what Women Power Radio was about, et cetera, et cetera. And I put that on my about page. And when I sent in my request, I'd be sure to say, if you'd like to find out more about me, I put a little link. It was just a short, um, you know, uh, audio at that time about my story. Because you've heard this, Seth. What is it? Um, talk, tale, story, sales. Yep. And she was inspired by my story. And then she led me to another person, like I'm sure you get, you know, if you do a good job, you'll get referrals. So that's my secret sauce. It's simple. <laughs> that is awesome. Now I'm going to ask the greedy capitalist question. Okay. Is making money from interviewing these people really possible? How do you monetize it so that you can make more than the $10 an hour you were stuck making? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you asked this question because I got so excited. And this is what happens to most podcasters and radio hosts and web TV hosts. Once we start interviewing and we find the power of it and we start having fun and, and having conversations with these people, we forget to make money. <laughs> we're just, we're enjoying the interview. Authentically, we're loving what we do, but it's not paying the bills, right? And I found this early on. Actually, I first thing I did was I invest in a mentor like people invest in you and people invest in me. And I remember Alex Mendojian had this coaching, limo coaching program. You pay $200 and from the time he gets, leaves his house to the, wherever the airport was, you could pick his brain. And he basically said, Raven, good job for you interviewing Russell Simmons, Montel Williams, Sherry Shepard and all these people, but how are you making your money? Because remember your story, you're, you're trying to help your mom. And I totally forgot about that, Seth. I really did. So I got to give him props um, for reminding me of that. And we played around with some strategies. And as soon as I got off the phone, because I remembered that I um, or was reminded that I come from telemarketing, I knew how to write a phone script. So I created a script. At that time, I had created my first course called Kitchen Table Radio. Um, Kitchen Table Radio, which is this, okay, where I taught people how to do exactly what I did. I made a script, I got on the phone, and I started calling people and asking them, did they have a radio show? Would they like to have a radio show? Some people I would ask, you know, would you like to have an interview? Here's the cost of it, or here's the investment of the interview. And I made it more than an interview. I did what I teach, I packaged it up. So I would do the interview with them, and not only would they get the link, I would give them 10 of these, 10 of these, okay? And we would transcribe it and break it up into small articles for them. And that's what I call packaging it up. People don't like to know that they're paying for an interview, you know, because there's so many interviews they can get free. But if you package enough and make it irresistible to them, give them some little extras, they will invest. And so I put together a plan. If you guys want to go to my Careers from the Kitchen Table show, you'll see my packages, careersfromthekitchentable.com. And I just started packaging things up, and I use that same formula. If you don't ask, Seth, you won't GT get. I put my interviews into a book. This is the first edition called Careers from the Kitchen Table Home Business Directory. Uh, let's see, we have 
second edition, what is this, the third edition, we've got another fourth edition, and fifth edition is going out now. And so I put the people I interview on the cover, and I put on here, you know, these are um, interviews of that I interviewed on my show, and I featured them. And then inside of it, I have 55 people that share their stories on how they got started. Wow. And because they do, and I charge them $497 each. Because they could be in the book and hook their wagon to these people. Is that give me a high five? That's a good one, right? That's an awesome <laughs> one. Love it. And it worked well the first year, so now we just released, we're getting ready to release our fifth edition. So those are just some things. Just package it up, guys. I love it. I love it. So have you seen any? There have been so many trends in media, you know, from when you started. So, I mean, now we got Facebook Live, we got mm. Zoom, we got yeah. all this different stuff. We had Blab, which took off and then went away. Um, what, uh, how are you keeping up with all of it? Oh my God, it's so hard because I don't know if you know this, I went from a couple radio shows to starting my own station, which is Amazing Women of Power Radio. Uh, and people pay me a monthly fee to be on my network. Well, when Blab, when Periscope started, you know, I'd never really done a video. It was all audio. And I said, I've got to learn this. And then when Blab came out, I mean, I got so good, they started calling me Queen of Blab. I started doing Blabs. And then I took it to my host and I um, missed, I think we took two Saturdays in a row and I trained them how to do Periscope and, and Blab because Seth, I said, okay, Raven, you could lose these people. They're going to find out about them anyway. You've got to be the leader people are looking for. And I, I got trained. I stayed up at night. I learned it. I jumped on there. They didn't even know I was doing it for two months. And when I mastered it, I held a lockdown for two Saturdays in a row and taught them. And, and for anyone that's doing podcasting, especially if you have a network or station, you have got to just stretch yourself and do this because it ain't going away. It is not going away. They say that this is the new TV, you know, and radio and podcasting is getting lost. I don't think radio podcasting and traditional TV is ever going to go away, but we got to recognize we can't bear our head in the sand. This is a major thing, especially Facebook Live. Seth, you, you're the Facebook king. You know how powerful this was, you know. So I just jumped out there and did it. It's hard to keep up. I spent a lot of nights staying up, but when, it, when something is your trade, you have to stay on top of it, especially if you, you're acquainting uh, yourself as a leader in the industry. You know that, Seth. I'm sure you read a lot of books. Every time Facebook make a change, you're probably on it. And you're probably announcing it before it even gets too much publicly announced. Or maybe you heard about it, but everybody doesn't know about it. You have to be a leader in your industry. Wouldn't you agree? I Absolutely. We do our mm -hmm. best to stay on the cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. How and do you make right. sure... You've got so many balls in the air and you've got so many opportunities. How do you make sure what gets done, what needs to get done, gets done at the right time by the right person in the right way? How do you juggle all that? A team, a team. You know, I used to try to do it myself. That's the wrong thing to do because what I found was I was spending most of my time on, in, on things that weren't income producing. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to do the editing. I was trying to do the emails. I was trying to do all this. And I had to learn the, to just release that hold, that control, and focus on what my skill was, which was getting the guests. I still get my guests because I, I master that, okay? And I want to get them. <laughs> I don't want to know. So I still get my own guests, and I concentrate on the interviews. And then I, you know, like you, I have masterminds and, and things like that. So those are the things that take my attention and bringing in new clients. 
as you know, Seth, especially podcasters and web TV hosts, we're, we don't really put the major focus on getting new clients. And listen, everyone, you have to. You have to. Because whatever you got paid for yesterday is gone. And we, we get comfortable with that. You got to keep new money coming in. Right, Seth? Absolutely. You got to keep that money flowing in. Where's my money glasses? <laughs> Where's your cha-ching? Hang on, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Me and Seth, we, we love the money. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> You're faster than me. Uh, hang on, wait. Let me catch the one. I love it, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I keep these. This is why I keep this here, and I keep this here. In fact, I tell my clients that when you start out and you're not making money, when they sign up with me, they get these money glasses and they get one of these sent to their house because I want them to stay focused on it. But what I did when I first started, you know, I used to just tape dollar bills around my computers, everywhere. I would just put money, just put money around me, just like I had pictures of the people I wanted to interview, you know, and I would put that focus. I would write in red lipstick on my mirror, you know, I will attract so many clients. This is my goal. And I put circles on it. And I, you have to, if you want to make money, you got to stay money focused, especially if it's not a habit of yours and you're trying to make it a new habit, habit for 21 days. You just think money, put it everywhere around you. Uh, one of the things that I did that um, I'm going to take just a couple minutes to share with you, Seth, because this is really important. My husband and I, we created this. It's called the Trinity Interview breakthrough process and it teaches you how to host the interview how to be effective as a guest on the interview and how to interview your clients so this since I do all three of these I decided that I was gonna be the first one that would incorporate all three together say that's cool that's cool. <laughs> yeah and so what we do is we teach them the number one thing is you get good at these other two when you get really great at hosting the interview because once you can host the interview, you know, you get good at asking the right questions. You get excellent at being a good listener. And you hear things that a lot of people don't hear. And that makes the difference of you having your money. You know, again, you stay money focused. You don't drop your attention on that. And everything's going to go your way. You have a master plan. I know, Seth, you're really good at helping people create roadmaps, you know, a plan. And it's got to be customized for you. Everything doesn't work for everybody. I'm sure you would agree with that, Seth. Absolutely. If, for, for our folks who are resonating with what you're saying and want to learn more about what you're doing, where is the best place for them to go? I know you've got a new book out that we haven't even started to talk about yet. But yeah. let's make sure they know where to go to get all things Raven. Right, yeah, absolutely. If they go to Rock Your Interview Talk, they'll actually get that icon interview formula that I showed, the long one with the, the I, the C, the O, and the N. And you'll get, um, go to rockyourinterviewtalk.com and scroll down. The banner's pretty big. Scroll down to where you see a red uh, thing on the banner that says click here to get your interview toolkit, your ultimate interview toolkit. They'll get questions. They'll get the icon interview formula. They'll even get an email on what to send. It's a whole package, a great starter for them. Everything I told them about, they'll get things right there in one package. And it's free. Awesome. Of course it is. Beautiful offer. Uh, tell us about the book. Oh, the book, Talk Show Magic. I'm so excited about that. You know, I've done uh, a lot of different books, but this was the one that I kind of took all my shows from Blab, 
and I turned them into this book, you know, and this is what I love. As you know, Seth, we can, uh, what do you call leverage from what we do? There's a book, Talk Show Magic, and it teaches you how to be an irresistible talk show host. And uh, this is going to give you some of the, my secret sauce that works for me um, because you want to wow people when you do the interview. It also will teach you how to gain massive exposure and, and get celebrities that you dreamt of, never dreamt of. In the back is the icon interview formula. It talks a little bit about uh, the Trinity. I interviewed uh, Oprah's, one of her former producers. Actually, wow. she was in charge of all the other um, producers of uh, Oprah. He rather, and his name is LaGuan Green. He's excellent. I need to connect you guys together. But um, it was it's just amazing being able to put together that book, uh, something that would give you the step-by-step -step on things I use. I have this term called interviewpreneur. So I talk to people, Seth, about going from being a talk show host or interviewer into a show hostpreneur or interviewpreneur. Going back to where we first started, Seth, when we talked about the mindset, trying to get people out of that stinking thinking that I'm just an interviewer, I'm a talk show host. No, no, no. People want to be on your show if you present it the right way. And if you talk it up, talk it up with a lot of value and a lot of uh and a lot of pizzazz, they will want to be on your show and they will invest in being on your show. Awesome. Well, Raven, the talk show maven, queen of interview conversion. Thank you so much for joining us. Love the book. Love your show. Love the hat, the patented hat wrap. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Seth. And I'm so glad I met you at that mastermind. And thank you for saying yes, because now I can put you, you watch. I got to update my bio as soon as my assistant, my team member get back and say, put Seth Green on there, move him to the top. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.